This year is brought to you by Eshel Publications. Eshel Publications is a non-profit organization dedicated to spreading the Torah, Shiurim, and Sefarim of Rabbi Aaron Lapiansky. For sponsorships or more information, visit eshelpublications.com. Okay, Gitvach um, everyone. I've I've thanked the the, the people in the Kehillah, the men in the Kehillah for the Achnas but I know that it's the women that made the Achnas Sarachim, um, the, the work that was behind it, and I want to thank every single person that made such a wonderful Shabbos for us, and in, in every way possible. Bruchem uh, it's, it's it's a tremendous, uh, it's, it's, it's very moving, and Bez Hashem, the Kehillah should continue growing, both in terms of quantity and quality of, of Yiddishkeit. Um, the topic is a topic that affects a little bit men today and a lot more women, and that is we go through a tkufa in shiva or in seminary, and we have a ruchniistic environment, a lot of davening, kavana, learn about a lot of things, we hear drushes and things, and we feel very spiritual. We enter life, and life becomes a whirlwind. And there's so many things going on at the same time, and no time to do anything, to think anything. Um, since a woman is part of a little bit sibur, she's not in shul, she's not learning. Men, at least, they have to come to shul, they have to have some kvias, so they have some anchors in Ruchistika. How does a woman um, deal with it? For a person that's a bal neshama, bal nefesh, it sometimes feels disappointing. It's sort of, you know, you, you had such an intense Ruchnistic experience and you, you entered marriage with a lot of ideals and then it just sort of becomes a whirlwind of a lot of uh, mundane activities and, and so on. And that's it's a topic, I guess, Baruch Hashem, today we have a sensitivity, at least, that it bothers us. And I'd like to try to maybe address it and give a bit of understanding of... Um, how we approach it, and what's our perspective, maybe some thought about some Eitzah. I, I want to learn a small Gemara in Yavamis, small piece of Gemara that's very puzzling. The Gemara speaks about Eselo Ezek Kinegdo. So the Gemara asks, Ashkerev Yosi Yosi met Eliyahu. It's a rare the Gemara will bring something like this. The Gemara brings it. Amalei, and he asked him, Ksiv Eselo Eza Kenegdo. It says that the woman is an Eza Kenegdo. What does a woman do to be an Ezer? Amalei, Salyo answered, Adam Mevi Chitin, Adam Mevi the husband brings wheat from the field. Can you chew wheat? Pishtun, he brings flax from the field. Pishtun Levish, can you wear flax? You can't wear flax as such. You need to make it into garment. You can't eat wheat. You need to make the bread. So isn't she enlightening, lighting up his eyes and putting him on his feet? That's the exchange of Gemara. That's the whole memory of Aliyah. The question is strange, the answer is strange, the exclamation is strange. What exactly are we talking about over here? I mean, first of all, is that the only thing the woman does? And what does it mean that she's enlightened and, and, and puts him on his feet? Very, very, very hard to make sense, understand what's the more trying to teach us. So I would like to offer an understanding um, and we'll try to see what, what the Gemara is really trying to teach us in understanding different roles. I want to paraphrase um, the Tanya. The Tanya writes, it's Periklamet Hey, where he speaks a lot, in the, there's a few Prokim, where he speaks about the relationship between um, higher worlds and lower worlds, between mitzvahs of the mind versus mitzvahs of the hands and the feet. 
In other words, we, we talk about the higher worlds as alomas alyonim. They're more spiritual, they're higher. We talk about activities such as learning versus activities, mitzvah maisios, mitzvahs that are um, practical, they have to be done. And again, Talmud Torah seems to get the better deal. We say Talmud Torah, and so on. So he discusses it at length. And he has a parak, parak Lamehei, sort of the, the, the culmination of it, where he expresses um, the exact opposite point. And he says as follows. He says, HaKadosh Baruch Hu did not need anything from any, anything outside of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. HaKadosh Baruch Hu doesn't need angels, HaKadosh Baruch Hu doesn't need Olam HaSoyonim, HaKadosh Baruch Hu doesn't need anything. What we know is, the Medr says, he wanted a physical world that would express um, his Ratzin, his Chachma, his Torah. So, HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, his Ave, Sheyilo Dira Betachtonim, Kemobalyonim. The Ratzin of Hashem was, for whatever reason, we, this is, these are the type of things we don't understand, we can't understand, he desired to have um, a physical world, a very physical world, express um, the, the ideals that a Baruch Hu wants. So the Tanya makes the point that we have it the opposite way. It's not that our world, our physical world, is sort of an addendum to a very important Ruchnistika world. The important Ruchnistika world is only there to act as a conduit to bring down Ruchnis to this world because what he wants is things in this world to look the way Hashem wants it. Let's give a, a, a parallel, something parallel. Somebody who is um, a, a wealthy person has a child that he has a lot of hopes for. He wants a very, very big Talmud Chacham. And he hires a tremendous Talmud Chacham to teach his child. So who's the bigger person of the two? This big Talmud Chacham. But the purpose is that the child be educated. The whole reason why I'm hiring a Talmud Chacham is because I want my child to learn and to be matzliach. So we have a very interesting arrangement here. The quote-unquote more, the greater personage of the two is this big Talmud Chacham, the teacher who's teaching my child. But the purpose of this whole engagement is not so that is that my child should learn to be a Talmud Chacham. So what I want is that this little boy learn how to learn. It's the same thing. HaKadosh Baruch Hu created a very physical world, physical, challenging, and seemingly devoid of any ruchnias. And he wanted that this world also express the, the divine will and, 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 and everything comes in Torah. So he created many higher worlds that will be mashpia. But at the end of it, what he really wants is this. So the same thing is true, he writes, and he writes very strongly with a lot of uh, points. Mitzvahs maisius, practical mitzvahs, are what Hashem wants. All of Torah is to direct us how and what to do. So, so it, 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 we have it flipped around. The tachlis is that we do what's right and the, 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 the Torah and the mitzvahs as mitzvahs are there to, to guide us what to do. But, one caveat. If a person sits in a sukkah without thinking and understanding what he's doing, just kind of doing it because 
it's a convenient cafe where you can eat. He's not going to the mitzvah. The mitzvah is doing things that are physical because they're a fulfillment of something deeper. So it's the, it's the very, very physical object and accomplishment provided it's done as a result of a thinking process and so on. Now, um, it's, it's, uh, it's, uh, this thing can be done in a partnership. So for instance, we need an Erev. So the Talmud Chacham may know Hilchas Erevin very well. He doesn't know which side of the hammer bangs a nail in. And if he were to make the Erev, it would be Pasal Chaladeus. Because he, he, the strings and the ropes and, the, and, the, and, the, and, and, the, and the, the nails would be in different places. So he takes a, a, a handyman and they work as a team. And he says, listen, um, you, we need to have a string from point A to point B and make sure there's no tree underneath it or whatever it is. And so on. So now, the one who made the Erev is the handyman. And, that was, and the tachlis was to make the Erev. That the handyman could only make it because he was directed by this Talmud Chacham, this Paisik. One step further, even. This Posik may not have had an interest in making the Erev, except that somebody who's a big Yashemayim, Bal Musa, said, listen, it's, it's, there's a city here, we have people here, without an Erev, Chasashon, people are being nichshol, you must make an Erev. And then we, the, the Talmud Chacham plans the Erev, and then the handyman builds it. So we have a continuation of how things work, where one person does the thinking and the planning, and the second person does the execution. That's an arrangement that gives us the results we want. Now, let's take a look at this process. Let's go back to the Gemara again, and let's try to understand it. In this world, we have stages on producing things. There are, there's raw material, and then there is the product we want. Now, the, those, two, those, two, um, those two stages take different skills. For instance, working the field takes um, a lot of strength, physical strength, Endurance, whatever it takes to work a field and to run a farm, takes um, a lot of strength and so on. But what you produce is only the raw material, but nothing usable. The second stage, turning um, raw flax into clothing, turning wheat kernels into bread, is a different skill. It's a different type of skill. And it's, but it's the skill that will take raw material and make it the desired product. It'll make it what's wanted and what's needed. This is food and this is clothing and this is what a person needs. So the Gemara is looking to, the Gemara's not asking what does a woman do to help? That, that's a ridiculous question. The Gemara says, is a connecto means not that it's, you know, you do this, you do this, you do this, you do this. The sense of connecto means it's continuous. It's aligned. Aligned is probably the best word. So it, it, the, 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 how do we understand it as an alignment of, um, uh, so to speak, stage after stage? So the Gemara says in the most basic human needs, at the most basic level, the man can produce raw material. And, and the, the continuing the process to make it into something that's usable and something that is um, what the world needs is the woman's role. So it's, it's a, um, what the Gemara is pinpointing is to find a sort of line, a continuous line, where the two click together. The connecto means... Asa connecto means it's not just, okay, you take it a shopping, you take it this, you take this or that. It's a process where one is parallel to the other, one is, is continuing the other, better said. And that's what the Gemara is identifying. So the Gemara says, um, 
the Gemara, so, so Gemara adds Nimtza that she's mayor Einov and Mamidal Raglayim. Strange phrase. What, what does that phrase mean? So the, the Gemara says Mamidal Raglayim. It says, for instance, Sheker Einla Raglayim. Things that are not true, quote unquote, don't have feet. The, the colloquial English is they don't have a leg to stand on. So we, we, we say it also. What we mean by that is when a person projects a fantasy, I tell you a story, the story as a story is very nice, but it never touched the ground. It never became part and parcel of this world. So it's, it's something that sort of is, it, it, it's a picture, but, but it, it's not true. It doesn't stand on the ground. Standing on the ground is the implication that is connects to the world at, 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 the, at the level of the world. In other words, what the woman is doing is taking the raw material and bringing it down to the Olam Hamase. Now it's bread. Bread is important. Wheat in the world is only, um, it, it's, 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 a, it's a preliminary stage. Wheat doesn't feed anybody. Bread feeds people. Flax doesn't clothe anybody. Clothing do. So the Mamid al means it takes and, and connects it to the reality, to the Metzias, and, and so on. I believe Meira Einov is similar. It says that by Choshech, there was people didn't get up, they just sat where they were, and they couldn't move any place. And when a person sits in utter darkness, he's not part of the world. He's, he's locked up in his own shell, and he can't move out. Meir Einov is another, another way of connecting ourselves to the world and to, be, and, 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 and to become part of the Metzias, part of reality that, that we need to be. So we have over here the following. We have um, this world is most, the most important part, the most important purpose of the world is what's accomplished. Not what's planned, not, what, not what's understood, but what's accomplished. Hashem has plenty of malachim that know it all and understand it all. He doesn't, ha- none of malachim can make it happen. Only Adam, with Bechira, and being physical, can do something physical world. That's the purpose. But you can't divorce one from the other. Physical accomplishments that are not generated by understandings, by feelings, by kavana, um, are, are just random. So for instance, um, animals do things in the world, they're part and parcel of the world, but they're not, they're not bringing down Ratznak Baruch to the world. They don't have das, they don't have seichel, they don't have ratzen, they don't have any ability to do that. So they can't accomplish it. Malachim have all the das and all the ruts and everything in the world that, 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 that their, their essence is in sync with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. But HaKadosh Baruch Hu did not give them the ability to accomplish anything. Adam was given that ability. So it requires a partnership, even within Adam, where part of Adam draws in the world of ideas and so on, and part of, uh, of Adam makes it happen practically. And the way HaKadosh Baruch Hu did it was he, um, he, he gave man the more, the part of raw material, the first half, and woman, the actual actualization in Lamaisa. It means, when we translate it to Olam HaMitzvahs, there's a reason why men are chayv in Talmud Torah um, as an undertaking and a strong pressure to do that, and, uh, and women not. The, 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 same, the same, it's parallel to this physical reality that Chazal um, told us about the wheat and, and, the, and the bread and the flax and the clothing. The world of the halacha and so on, that 
is primarily man's function, but the realization of it in this world is a woman's undertaking. Now, I, I want to explain a, a point about this. When we're talking about um, when we're talking about mitzvahs, whatever mitzvah, one is obligated, the other mitzvah, uh, the other one's obligated. You know, there's a halacha. When we're talking about life, and let's give an example. Um, I always use this example because it's true. Um, it, it many times, um, it, it comes out, it, not many times, but, but it happens from time to time. My wife is not home for Shabbos, she, the kids not so, whatever, and I make Shabbos myself. I assure you that it is 100% kosher, halachically kosher Shabbos. All Hilcha Shabbos are observed strict, strict Orthodox tradition. I also describe it as not feeling terribly Shabbosthick. I tend to eat myself, and it looks the way a man sets up a table Shabbos, and I leave it up to your imagination, and, and that's that. Why? The answer is, that, so the, the domain of Hilcha Shabbos might be a man's, in, in other words, in, in terms of the, of the pilpul of it, but in the terms of bringing Shabbos to the world in the, way, in the way that's tangible in this world, it looks Shabbos, it smells Shabbos, it feels Shabbos, that's a car a woman has, and so on. And, and same thing is true with chinuch of kids. So a, a, a man might have, okay, this sugi, that sugi, this sugi, this pshat, but the, the, the Yiddishkeit feeling is something that the, the woman has gives over a lot more. There's Rabbeinu Bechaya. He, he says about in Pash Yisrael, Kosama Beis Yaakov, that because of the way the woman interacts with a child, the Avas Torah that he can get from his mother is far more important than what he gets from his father. It's, it's just because it's given over in the most tangible way possible, in ways that a man has less ability to do. So the division between the world of Torah in terms of the more, um, what's the right word for it, abstract, to the concrete, concrete, real concrete. So when we talk about things that don't have, for instance, what does a Yiddish home look like? So there's halachas and mezuzah, we're good about that. There, there are halachas about a mic on the roof, okay? We have a roof, it needs a mica. But the furnishings express something. Furnishing can express very materialistic. It can express very Goyish. It can express very Yiddish. It can express Yiddish warmth and time. And, and so many more things. The, the entire fabric of life, and the word fabric. So strands of flax are discrete units. Grains of wheat are discrete units. That's what a man does. This is the halacha, this is the din, this is the minhag. But what flavor does it take on when, when the whole picture comes together? And that's, so, so in, 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 a, in A, it means that that role is um, is the woman is the dominating part in that role, exactly like it says over here. But but it's hard, and that's and and, and I think the, the hardship that um, was pointed out, and then this is obvious is when you all. So let's let's go back again to the to the example we gave with the Arif. So we have the person who's the Balmusa, and he's and he's the one who sort of urges and says. It's a shandana harpa, it's a community with so many people, no Erev, and people are nichshon and carrying, and, and people can't go out, and hula v'chula v'chula. And then somebody comes along, and, so this person has been sitting and learning Musa. So he's got, he, he feels connected through Musa. You have the second person who knows the halachas, and he's worked out the halachas of the Erev. So he's connected very tangibly to the root by the halachas. The handyman building the Erev, he's a handyman. He's being told where to put the nail and the hammer, and therefore it makes it hard. His challenge is to feel connected 
to the big, to, 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 to the source, to the root. That, that, that's the, the issue. So really, what it takes, so the, the first point is what it takes for a woman to feel the, to understand the Ruchnis, understand that the Ruchnis she's producing is Yiddishkeit. The, the home relationship with the children, community, the, the fabric, as we said, is the woman's. But the challenge is how do we feel? So the tillum and, and the davening, everything, is, is, is really just a preparation. It's, life is not about the tillum and the davening and, and, and the shurim. It's about tachlis. And in life itself, like just in community, you have the rubble paskins, you have the, the person who, who, who gives the musa to do right, and you have the person who actually does it. So um, I'd like to quote um, my, my wife's great aunt was a uh, sister of Haznish, Tante uh, She was Reb Nisim Karelitz's mother, and she was a tremendous tzaddikist, an extraordinary person. And someone told her that she has no time to daven in this. And she said, what do you mean? A woman is davening all day long. She's, she's feeding a child, she davens. She's, 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 she's buying what's needed for the house, she's davening. I'm not sure if she meant just the very act of it or the thought that a person should be thinking, you know, um, and, and, you know, I'm, I'm now doing this. I, I, I'm not sure what she meant, but, but the way she phrased it was so well. She said, a woman is davening all day long. Everything she does is a tefillah. But I would like to suggest something that would be helpful just to, to line things for us. In, instead of long tefillahs and davenings, and, and to, if when we woke up in the morning, if the moda ani, we would say, for 10 seconds, you put me in charge today to run a Yiddish home and raise Yiddish children. It, it will mean doing so much. It's, 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 it's creating a healthy, happy home. It's giving to children the basis for life. It's not only the feeding. It's that there's a mother there to feed them. It's in, and and uh, it's, it's, it's the fact that, that, that they're being kept and held and, and so on. The, holding a child is, uh, it, there's a halacha that's used, for instance, if you, it, when a sofa writes a Sefer Torah, he has to be mechaven l'shmo. He has to think that he's writing all the shemas of Hashem l'shmo. We don't trust ourselves. You get lost, you get busy writing. So at the beginning of the day, you say, a mechaven, that everything I write today should be l'shmo. When you bake matzahs, um, you, you, you usually, so, you know, depending on the, the matzah bakers, the, the person announced at the beginning, everything we do now is the same matzah's mitzvah. And halachically it works. I think if we were to spend 10 seconds there, our first filler is, you entrusted me with a home and children, and it's now, whatever I'm going to do today, I'm doing because that's what I'm trying to accomplish. Your rutzen. You wanted that a, a door, that a home be built, that, that, that a door come to life, and a new door, and so on. And, and this is my mission to do. So at least it would help us get that understanding. It, it, it would connect what we're doing and engage in doing with the why we're doing it. The, the, I, 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 I don't think sitting all day while you're doing it and being mechav and kavan is, is, is particularly positive. Because it, it looks like that. It doesn't, it, it, so it's, it's not, you're, you're not feeding the child because he's hungry, but you're l'shem shemayim. I don't know, somehow, but, but, but when the person gives structure to their day and says, okay, it's going to be a long, hectic day, everything I'm doing is because I was put in this world to accomplish this. And, and so I think when we would look back, instead of instead of it being a whirlwind of just random activities, this one's coat fell off, this one forgot to eat, this one this, one, da, 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 da. it's, I'm in charge. This is what I'm doing. Th- that small kavana 
is something that attaches all that we learned before to this. Um, I was just speaking to somebody. It's a same. What? A nusach, like the matzah, it's the shei matzah mitzvah. I work in matzah. The shei element is amen. The shei matzah mitzvah. And then, let's see, as you're cooking, the covered Shabbos code, you should get in again. What kind of I, I would words say, could we say in the morning? Like you probably know better than me in that. <laughs> I, I, I'm serious. You would say, Rabbi Shalom, today's a hectic day. I'm going to be taking the kids back and forth, dealing with that. I just sketch out. I'm doing it because this is what you put me here to do to build a Yiddish home and be Mechanech Yiddish I don't think more than that. I, I, I mean, it's, it's, and it's also, it, it gives us a sense of, of what we are. We are. That's, Akash Baruch gave us back in the Shem every morning to do what we're supposed to. It, the, same, the same issue, you know, when people who were in yeshivas and had a very positive, intense experience, then go on to work, and you don't have that, it's, it's something that people miss terribly. You, you don't have that intense environment that you said, if you're very much in yeshiva, it's like 24-7, it's learning, it's davening, it's, it's all ruchnis, and then you transition, even if you're in a mining kailu, there's a lot going on at home and this and that, but if you, if you put in perspective that everything I learned here, I'm connecting, this is the way I'm realizing what I learned in all these forums, I'm bringing the maisa. So it's not two, it's not two lives, it's one hemshech. It's something I, I would suggest, again, it's just a suggestion, but that's the point. So basically, let's, let's understand. What HaKadosh Baruch Hu wanted out of this world is the Lemaise the is what he wanted. A world that's made of flesh and blood and people and, 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 and stones and rocks should take on the, 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 the tzura that HaKadosh Baruch Hu feels is right. To bring Ruchnis into hungry people wait and make a bracha. Hungry people say, you take first. Um, I, 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 I deny myself and give to someone else. I <coughs> refrain from doing something because it's wrong to do it. That's what a Hu wanted. In order to achieve that, he gave us a Torah, he gave us knowledge, understanding, so that we can actually achieve it. So this flow from Seichel and Das to Lemaisa, in one way, the Seichel and Das is quote-unquote higher, because it's directing the one on the bottom, but the tachlis is the one on the bottom. Uh, an army can stagger along without generals if it has soldiers. If there are no soldiers, all the generals in the world will not accomplish anything. The ones that, the ones that are fighting are the soldiers. The generals make the plan. Without a plan, it'll be helter skelter. It'll be, it's not going to be terribly successful, but it'll be a battle. Generals sitting and, 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 and making plans without Lamaisa. It, nothing it will ha- come out of it. So understanding that, and it's divided up in society. You have the Chashva Rav who's passing and directing what to do. You have people doing it. People in their own lives. You spend years in yeshiva where you soak up understandings and, and, and halachas, and then you try to implement it in life and try to do it. And in a husband-wife, the wife is the one, like it says, like the Gemara, like we saw, she makes the fabric of life out of the strands that the husband brings. But the challenge for that end is to connect it back. It seems so. At least that minimal amount of connection might be something. I, you know, it's 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 a hatzor, uh, uh, just a, a, an idea and a thought. Um, the Rav mentioned something about maybe we can discuss things for a few minutes if uh, somebody has. Um, would uh, somebody would matter? Uh, the rabbits in here. Would okay. I want to tell you something. How can we have children that are taught good meetings in school but it doesn't carry over at home? So many people are much nicer in the street than at home also. It's not only children, it, it actually adults suffer from the same thing. Like someone said, you know, if after Echakamoch applies to your family as well, that was, is, is, uh, so I think it's not, it, it, it's not that children should not have good meetings, but understand the, the friction, the wear and tear at home is something that's natural to make a child more difficult. It's, it's every person, you know, it's, it's much easier to, to get along with a friend because it's not as the person closest. So, so it's, a, it's a big challenge. I would say to, it's not that it's going to naught. I, I would teach the children in the context of home 
But at home, first, a child getting into a scuffle in school is a difficult child. A child getting into a scuffle at home is a child. It's, 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 it's not, you know, it's not delinquent. It's, it's normal. So, so understanding that, I think, would be helpful. If the kid is basically a good kid, you could say, you know, it's not appropriate. You can teach the meters in the house. But, but I think it's, it's appropriate to expect that there'll be more friction. That's the way it is. I always tell Bachram when they, you know, when they start going out or getting married, I tell them, I want to explain something. A friend in yeshiva that you don't like, you just avoid. You don't have that option at home. So, so you have to start thinking long and hard about how to manage with that. That's... Uh, Yes. Um, there's a lot of kosher entertainment available. Besides the obvious need not to overdo it, is the right attitude to limit as much as possible, or is the attitude is it's much better than everything else out there? So, in in general, Baruch I mean, I people don't understand that a lot of the destruction that the scholar movement wrought was because they provided books. There were no from books to read. And they provided plays. There were no from plays. People needed it. It's part of life. And, I mean, when I think back, when I was a child, the, the things that we read, I mean, Baruch Hashem, we have different reading material today. There, there, there was very little kosher reading material. The most kosher reading material that I remember was put out by the conservative movement. They had books. Uh, and, and, you know, and I began to wonder at some point that it's not exactly what I was taught in, in yeshiva. And, 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 and it began to, I, I forgot what it was called. It was a series of books. They sounded very Jewish. And uh, it, w- it wasn't uh, exactly yeshiva shashkafa. The, the, so on the other hand, the struggle between fantasy slash entertainment to doing work is a struggle of life. Everyone finds it easier to lay back and to fantasize. So one of my children, I remember, asked me this when he was a young boy uh, about reading. You know, what's it? And I told him, if it's reading that's entertaining, so a person has to make a cheshm, how much downtime do I really need and how much am I getting for schlepped in it? A child should be mechunach. There's, there's time for it. Just like there's time to ride your bike, there's time to chill out, but that has that has a structure and a limit, and, and and then secondly, if it's a type of reading or if it's a type of child that comes so absorbed that he can't function in school because of it, then it's also something you have you have to deal with. So I would say, I, 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 for a child, Baruch Hashem, we're able to provide kosher entertainment, but the, the general chinuch is to 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 move towards learning how to use your time productively. What are you accomplishing? Everyone needs downtime, but downtime has a limit. And it, it, for one child, it's, it's an hour. For one child, it's 10 hours. But, 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 it's, but it, it has its clearly defined limits. The ages depends. The child depends. So I would put it that way. It would be something like, like eating. Eating is necessary, and eating is good for you, and there has to be a limit. It, you know, it's, it's like everything in life like that. So I would put it in that, in that framework. So it's obviously complicated. I, 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 wanna, I want to, to, to provide a certain context. Parents usually should be able to make the best decision for their children. As knowing them the best, caring for them the most, having a certain intuition that Hashem gave us. We also have Yetzirahs. And one of our Yetzirahs is that our children be Hashem that they'd be very accomplished. Um, it's, it, it, as Yetzirah goes, it might feel like a good Yetzirah, but it's Yetzirah, which means you find time and again, people will push children to places that it doesn't, it, yes, my, it, it, technically my kid is bright enough to make it here, maybe, but it's not his personality. So he's going to be put in a place with a lot of stress, a lot of tension, not like it, dislike it, and, 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 uh, and it's going to be counterproductive. So then I think, so fitting socially for a younger child especially is, a, is, is very important because if a child is miserable, an adult can say, listen, I don't like the people at the workplace, but it's a good job, I have to work, I have to it, and I'll do it. A child, if he is in an environment where he's miserable, he's ignored, he's bullied, he, he's, he's, he feels that nobody there is, is, is up to him and so on, 
I think it will affect everything. So my general niti would be more towards social. And if you, want, if, you, if you feel that the child has more capabilities, hiring an additional teacher, Rebbe, to add enrichment, you know, or some student, might be a better way to go. But if a child is really unhappy in the environment, nothing will work. He's not, he's, an adult can say, okay, I'm going to go to this school, I'm taking a computer course, this school is more pleasant, this school is a better degree, I'll do it, two, three years, finish. That's an adult way of thinking. A child that's miserable is a piece of misery, and it's, and it's, it's not going to work. So I, 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 I want to explain, the Rambam writes in his Akdama, Well, from the answers, maybe you should get the question. You know, it's like... Uh, so, I'll just want to quote a Rambam. The Rambam in, is, in um, his Akdama to Perik Chelek in Sanhedrin discusses the Yudgim Ikrim. And Olam Hava is one of them. And he talks about people who ask him all sorts of particular questions about Olam Hava. And he says, if you ask the particular questions then you don't begin to understand, and that's it. We can't. Kaddish Baruch Hu, Kaddish Baruch Hu knows us, and is, he's, uh, he's a kolpoch of mishpat, and he, and, and he gives us exactly what we deserve. I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't know what it means, more or less, more chash, less chash. Kaddish Baruch Hu, we build our ruchnistical world. Part of it is our maizim, part of it is what we do as in tandem with our spouse, and I can't about this. I don't. I don't. I, you know. I, I. think. I think. Just. It's. 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 I, I don't. I'm not comfortable when you start reducing it to mathematical things. So I get twice much Olam I get a third of Olam Haba. This chet, that chet. It's not that. It's a ruchnistic world with a very different feel, and, and that's why. That's how I think of it. What should we learn with daughters to connect them with children? So I think the first thing is connecting with a child and learning is very important. You should never confuse it with tutoring a child. It, 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 anything that the child, that's different for the child, that child's not for school, you stay away from it. Have a tutor teach it. Because if it's contentious, if it's difficult, if it's frustrating, it's counterproductive. You want a child to, um, to feel that the learning with this parent was a bonding experience in Ruchnius. That's, that's a situation that's win-win. It helps the relationship, and it helps the ruchnius. So you want to pick something that is straightforward and simple, and something that you really feel um, that you that you that can have genuine emotion on your part. So a safer that speaks to you, and is reasonable for a child, even if the child doesn't understand everything, as long as he understands enough of it, as long as it's something that's close to your heart, and it's endearing. That I think is so. Picking any safer that you feel good about, and picking a period of time that the child doesn't feel frustrated, I think is is a very very important. It's a bonding experience with ruchnius together, and, and there's nothing can be better than that. So, um, if it's people that are really non-observant, it's much easier. You tell them that. Um, these people, unfortunately, never learned Torah. And you could say, had I not had somebody teach me Torah, I don't think I would be better. Ashrenu, that somebody taught us Torah, and hopefully, someday this person will be open to learning Torah, and he'll understand how good it is and beautiful. So a person who's totally non-observant is much easier. A person who claims to be observant, but is acting very differently, then I think the approach has to be there are different shitas. We, our mesoras, our family, our chinuch is that this is very important and this is the way it should be. He has to deal with it and his rabbi and you belong to this family and so on. You can tell a kid, you know, when you become an adult and you'll be a Talmud Chacham, you'll learn, you'll, you'll pass it for yourself. But we go, this is our mesoras, our seinu, and this is how we do it. So that way, you, you, you don't ever want to put down somebody else. And you don't, but you, what you want to say is, 
this is me. I don't know. He probably asked his shilas. I know who's Rabbanim are, but we've gone through the sugya. We have our Rabbanim. We have our Messiahs. And this is what we consider to be appropriate. It's just like, I mean, for instance, if, 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 if a chsidish a hemish who wears long and everything, and his kid asks him why the literature kids are, are not, his answer should be, they're their Rebbeim, they're their Messiahs. We have our Rebbeim, we have our Messiahs. Everybody should do what their Messiahs is. This is our Messiahs. I don't, I, don't, I don't have to explain somebody else. So it's very hard to remain emotionally connected, really. Just like anything, any situation that becomes, that's difficult, there's a moment, there's a beginning of acute, an acute uh, emotional state, and then it just sort of plateaus into just an ongoing. I think making kavuadika things, and two things that I would suggest are, one is, so in a classroom setting it's easier, in a, in a rough community setting, that once a week at least, the, 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 the Rav, the Rebbe, so I should say, Rabbi Isai, there's a war going on. There are children, tens of thousands of 18-year-old children laying in, in tunnels, uh, sh- being shot at. There are t- tens of thousands of fathers over there. Every day, people are getting killed. We have to remember, we have to daven, we have to do what's right just to say it and to keep it going. I, I, was in, I was in some place, I was in Atlanta a few weeks ago, and the, the, the Shleich Tzibur was, on, it was on, by Shachris. He, after Davin gave a cup, turned around and said, there is a soldier being shot at now. Then he said to Kapil Tillum. It was very, so, you know, it, it doesn't have to generate emotion, but it keeps, it, it doesn't allow us to forget. That's one thing that I think is important. And second thing is, in general, activities, and we have it by the school, we, we try to sort of take the cherry off the top. Most of the activities we do with the kids are not just fun. They're there for a reason. But we try to say, instead of going to this place, this year we're going to here, it's not a time to go all out. Doing this and this, we're, we're removing some of the excesses. If to try to do things that, you know, there's a sort of a zechaladava that it's not business as usual. It's hard, but some small thing. The Gemara Soto goes through, Umar Brasa goes through a whole thing where people wanted to stop eating meat and wine after the destruction of Esamikdash, and they felt that, you know, and, and Rabbi Shua argued them and he told them, well, how about stop drinking water because of Hamayim? There's no end to it. You have to, whatever Chazalba goes over, goes there, and we have to keep it at that. So here also, I think some small, um, some consistent, whenever there's an activity that's unusual, a family going someplace, doing something, and so on, because of the matzav, we're changing something. We're doing something different. And, and each, you know, and each one figures out what to do. Winter vacations for families, it's a big deal here in this area. Should it look different? Look different for sure. So so the question is to try to find it's it's hard for me to judge because I, I don't live with that by but you know, verse is not a big deal. It's a just it's a, a culture. But um it's hard for me to put myself in, in those shoes. If we could find a way to do it differently, and I'm not sure what, um I, I do think it would be very appropriate. Um, you know, there are people there. I, I can't. It's, it's something that the, a certain sense of imo no I, I don't, you know, people need a break. People, families need to be together. Instead of going to, to this, go to a low key. Instead of going to, to here, go to a place that's much more low key, much less adventure. I, I, don't, I don't have any tangible suggestions. I, I don't live it. It's a different. And, I, and uh, I, do, I do understand the breaks in front of kids. I understand families being together and spending quality time together is important. But the venue you do it and how you do it and so on, you can make changes that, that um, reflect at least some sensitivity. Okay, so... It's, it's just impressive how, how sincere people are here, how people really want to do what's right. I, I know we both in the, the last night session this, 
Be'ez Hashem, to, to build, it's, it's building communities are, I think, our challenge. Baruch Hashem, yeshivas, we have, Baruch Hashem, so many, and it's so good. Communities that have a real sense of community, one of the challenges of living in big cities is that we don't build communities. It's, when you have a thousand shuls, you have no shuls. You have just convenience spots. It's, 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 it's not a sense of belonging, a sense of responsibility, a sense of, of um, going together and, 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 and growing together. Those are the blessings of, so yes, the, the issues of living a bit far is stopping the kids here, there, you know, not having everything you want. But on the other hand, the bracha you have is that there's a community, a community, it needed every single person to build a place like this. It needed, everyone needs to be there for each other. There's, everyone, everyone bears responsibility and feels a sense of kehillah. It's something that is such an important part of Yiddish life. And unfortunately, because of big cities, we miss out on it. We, we have a lot of wonderful organizations and wonderful yeshivas, but a sense of kehillah, of a rav, of achrayas, of, of, uh, is a blessing. I, somebody who lives out of town, so it's some, I mean, I, I know that uh, in, in New York, this is considered out of town, but, and, and uh, we also have our out of towns, but Al Kaponim, it's, it's, it's a brocha and appreciate it. it means responsibility and it means accomplishment. Rez Hashem should keep going. Mikhail, Mikhail, Rez Hashem. Good fun.